<laughs> what happened? When did yours wear off? It huh? didn't, yeah. <laughs> it's it. got to be there to wear it off. Like, it looks like a god. <laughs> you did look You look like a Conte when you were young. Yeah, a little I bit. Saw the, yeah, I saw the picture. Okay, you had the hair. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. You, you look at this. <laughs> right I when we start. I thought I knew it. I got to take this. Just one second, okay? I will start it. <laughs> yeah, it's live. Wait, we're oh, live? Yeah, we're live. Step, step, step off. We'll, we'll start without you. This guy says that he muted it. Are we live, no, Mike? Go that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're live. He's on, he's on a FaceTime. He's uh, on a FaceTime right now. <laughs> this, this is usually how it goes with Antonio. In, it's a uh, good start. In our, in our podcast. Mike, we're live? Yeah, we're live. We're live. Yeah. Wayne, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. This oh, is in, in, I'm crazy, very... in crazy fashion with, uh, with Antonio. Luckily, we have these mics. <laughs> Yeah. The uh, so Antonio got a FaceTime the second that we started after he told us that he had his phone on uh, on mute. Uh, Wayne, thanks for coming. Yo, thank you guys. I'm I'm pumped. I start off the bat. I'm pumped. I yo it's yo we I, we can't even think. Anto, go in the other room. 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 I'm gonna introduce you guys to my friend Enrico. He's my best friend from Italy. Enrico. Ciao, Enrico. Ciao, Enrico. Ciao Enrico, forza Milan sempre Enrico. Go 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 go. Okay, there we go. Now we now we can properly start. Thank you so much for coming. I think Thank it's the guys. first time we've ever done a live with you. Yeah yeah, I'm a looking. Podcast. I've been uh, really looking forward to it. Like I'm pumped to be here and I'm I'm ready to talk some Roma. And thanks again. You know, Anyone just... who's been around like since the early days, you were we filmed a lot of videos together at St. Francis College. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was that room where you guys kind of started, and that was it. And I met Marco, and then I think a week later, I came out, and I was like, yeah, let's do something. Because Marco started to tell me about what became IFTV, and I was like, that's such a great idea. And I kept running with it, and it just became bigger and bigger. But at the first, I remember we were, that was 2015, mm-hmm. I think. And it was a day like today, rainy, cloudy, New York City. More could you ask for? You it's brought the, cannolis, right? I did. I yeah. remember that. I brought some cannoli from Court Street Bakery on Court Street in Brooklyn, in, and we uh, snuck you into the college. Yeah, because <laughs> they wouldn't let they wouldn't let an outsider in. I don't. I think we just gave you somebody else's ID, and I was like, "Yo, just scan it, walk in. They're not gonna say anything. Yeah, just come on in." You and just, it worked. This guy's got cannoli. Come on, what is he gonna do? Yeah, it, what, <laughs> isn't there isn't there that saying like? Uh, Take the gun, leave the cannoli or something, yeah. right? There yeah. We go. yeah, from Godfather. Yeah, that's it. If the security would have stopped us, just offer them a cannoli. Yeah. And he would have been fine. Come on. But coming from New Jersey, so I appreciate you coming yeah. here. Of uh, it's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a wild podcast right now. Everyone's Michael's not walking. How you doing? How you doing? This is Wayne. Nice to meet you. How you God, doing? Every, everything's good. Everyone just coming in. Spitting image of Michael. Chelsea won. <laughs> I know. I didn't think so either. <laughs> I know. I don't think the chat's. Uh, I think it's locked. Yeah, I don't know. Bye, bye. What's going like, on right yeah, now? I don't know what's going on. Are we are we live? Yeah, we're live. But I think the chat, the hey, thing is locked. Okay, Antonio, welcome back. Sorry, guys. Sorry, welcome my back. best friend from Italy. I gotta, I gotta take it. So, Mike's uh, father looks just like him. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Just look, yeah, looks everyone yeah. says that. Yeah. Me and my sister too. We look. Similar. That's so nice. It's true. So I was welcoming Wayne Uh for thanking him for coming from all the way from New Jersey to the podcast right now. Big Roma fan. I know you guys met last time. But I'm but I'm Barese. Are you Barese? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's a keeper. keeper. Yeah. Yeah. My my great grandparents are from Bari. Really? I didn't know that. Sicilian Barese and and Calabrese. He's got a little resemble to Cassano. 
<laughs> I don't think that's a compliment. Hopefully, the good part. A compliment. <laughs> you should if, be happy. You should I, be happy. If I, I had a, a tenth of the talent Cassano had, okay. I would be All a pretty right. good player. Okay. <laughs> what do you, you like, Cassano? For me, Cassano, you know, I could have picked better role models, but for better or worse, he was someone I really looked up to, and I just thought he was amazing. And I He's was, a keeper. I was a silly teenager, and I didn't always take life so seriously, you know. So when I saw, when I was 12 years old, and I see Cassano pulling his underwear up to his shoulders, running around Stadio Olimpico, I was like, I want to be that guy, you know. So I, I could have picked picked better role models for sure, but but I loved who he was, and I loved the the underdog story, and I saw a lot of myself in him. Just kind of, he didn't grow up with his father; he grew up gambling on himself, and that's something I tried to bring into my life, right? Like bet on yourself make it happen like don't give up no matter what if you lose bet back and constantly it's that like i think of casino and they're like if you beat nikki with a bat you better come back with the, with a knife if he beats you with a knife or you know you better come back with a gun and if you beat him with the gun or you don't come, beat him come back with a bazooka yeah yeah <laughs> you gotta kiss because i'll keep coming back listen he was totti's best friends he still is the best friends with totti him Totti was uh, Totti's mom. He, he, he kind of adopted him like a, one of the mm -hmm. one of the kids. It was always, uh, you know, at uh, Totti's house and all the stuff. I read the book that uh, some of the yeah. uh, you know expert expert that uh, he was Totti, young too. I yeah. mean, 20, yeah, 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 21 yeah. years old. Come on. Yeah, the like, guy was a party animal, and uh, the 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 fact that he liked the party too much, he kind of uh, played a, a bad a bad uh, karma for his. Uh, for his playing time, but as yeah. far as talent, it this is yeah. Totti Wards is one of the best ever. Yeah, that, uh, was talent wise, forget it. Come on, he's up there with the best of them. Mm -hmm. you, Unfortunately, you talent is not enough. Oh, uh, that's not true. Look it at Balotelli. Well, Bal listen, between Balotelli, I like Balotelli. Don't get me wrong. Me but too. Between Balotelli and Cassano, first of all, two different roles. But Cassano, yeah, number ten to the end. He never had to work at what he did. Mm -hmm. Cassano never had to work. He just had it. He was born like that. Yeah, that was part of the problem. It never worked like that. It never yeah. worked. It's difficult. I mean, a lot of a lot of excellent and top players, they have somebody over them who showed them the ropes. Nobody showed Cassano no, the ropes. forget about it. Like Cassano, Cassano was born to show everybody else how, how to play. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> what do you think, Mr. Uh, Mr. We, we got sidetracked on a, on a Cassano, yeah. the journey of Cassano's yeah, life Mr. Emoji. Man, emoji. <laughs> yeah. He really looks like my emoji on the phone. <laughs> Your favorite emoji? Yeah, we're going to put in my yellow shirt. He's going to be like, perfectly like a... Like the emoji. Yeah. That's you, you know the nerd emoji? Yeah. Uh, he calls them ever the since glasses. he got the glasses. That's also Antonio's favorite. Antonio responds like 17 of the nerd emojis to anything that we ask. Michael's got like the cute neighbor next door look going on. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I see him in and out and he comes in, uh, you know. That's not exactly. Not I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know if it's a compliment. <laughs> I, I just wish I means. knew more about him. <laughs> Antonio doesn't like that one at all. He's like, nah, I don't that's, so. that's too nice. Antonio's like, I don't want to see my neighbor. That's that's the look Antonio has. So we had uh, we had Wayne come over here because obviously it's been a, a big week for Roma. Uh, we want to talk about Mourinho. We want to talk about the future of the team, how they could line up next season, a couple of the signings that they're talking about, how Roma's year has went. And we also have uh, Fiorentina versus Lazio going on in the background now, uh, which we'll keep we'll keep an eye on. We'll let you know if anyone scores. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue the conversation. I know we didn't even get Antonio's take. We didn't get many people's take of the Mourinho um, transfer besides quick 60-second video on our channel. Uh, as a Roma fan, as yourself, Wayne, you're even a writer for Roma, right? Yep. Uh, on, the, on their website. And uh, so what did you think when you saw Mourinho was signing for Roma? I got into work. The first thing I do 
sometimes when I wake up, like the first thing I've had, a, I've had a problem with it. I burn out my eyeballs. The second I wake up, forzaroma.info, and I'm like, <gasps> and my, my eyes are just going in the back of my head. But I waited until I got to work Go that day. Go to a day. doctor for that. <laughs> <laughs> I waited until I got to work, and it was like, Morino Ufficiale. And I was like, what? What do you, what do you mean, official? Are you what are you talking about? I, I, was, I was shocked, and then I was like, oh my gosh, but in a good way. I, I was exhilarated. I, I couldn't believe it, because... Since I've been a fan since around 2001, where I started to get into calcio, we've never had a, a, ta- a coach like that. And it reminds me very much of Capello in the way who comes in, ter- turns <laughs> turns a team who's kind of like average and then Sensi invests with Capello and some new players and they take the title. Roma's not that type of team. Up until 2001, they had two titles to their name in the 40s and then 82-83. So to get that of the most upper echelon managers... I couldn't believe it because since I've been a fan, it's been Del Neri and Rudy Garcia, who has since become a very good coach, and and Di Francesco. It's always been a gamble. And as a fan, I want to win, man. I want to win more than anything. So if you get a guy who, for the last 10 years, I was like, he would be excellent, someone to take the pressure off of the players and put it onto him, be a villain. Be the biggest villain you want. Be the joker. You know, Take all that, all of that hate. And let's manifest it into something good and let the players be. And that's something I'm really looking forward to in this season. Let me throw you something in on the plate. I wanted to know what you're uh, thinking, uh, whether this uh, is a coincidence, yes or not. This is Mourinho's Antonio's favorite coach, by the way. I hate the guts of this guy, number one, because he's one of the most disgraceful coach, number one. But aside from that, well, look at the coincidence. The coincidence that the Friedkins, Americans, they buy the team. So Mourinho, what he did is his dollar signs over there. He said, you know what? That is a good time for me to go into this club right now because Americans that have the team maybe I can leverage myself to just see put a demand on them I said if you want me to come on over you're gonna have the cash you're gonna have to spend the money and buy the player that I want it's probably behind the scenes that's what went on otherwise Mourinho would never play for a team that has got decent player decent to above average Mourinho wants nothing but the best playing for him and then at the end of the day nothing is gonna be the credit for the player is gonna be only about himself I said I did it. I did it. That's what it's all about, this guy here. Number one. Number two, he failed. The last six or seven years or ten years, he failed. Just about with everyone. He failed with Manchester United. He failed with Chelsea. He didn't do anything. He didn't win anything. Winning the winning the Premiership, it's like, a, again, I consider that toilet paper. You don't win in Europe, it's like you're a failure. And oh. he didn't win. He didn't win anything. Fiorentina scored. Vlaovic, yes. Vlaovic again. Twenty goals. Oh, I believe. Twenty. Look, he made the two zero. Speak of wow. the guy. He did the two zero. Dujan Vlaovic. So. Twenty goal I, of the bro, season. I feel like we'll be getting to Vlaovic later so. in this podcast. <laughs> Wait to finish up what I was saying. I think you guys are taking a big gamble for this guy here because this guy is very famous. Are ruining. You are ruining. Remember this word: ruining some of the best talents that they play into the team. I don't. I'm not going to make you the ruin? least. Huh? What's there to ruin? I didn't want to say it. Okay, what's there to ruin? <laughs> what's there to Let ruin? me just give you a quick example. A, a little back history. Kaká was the best player of AC Milan when he was traded to Real Madrid. Guess who was the coach in Real Madrid? Mourinho. Mm. He sat him on the bench. Kaká never shined after he... Kaká he li- tore his ACL though. He only sees the story that he wants. The and that and he wants. after after he recovered, I, I come Kaká played played a, a much better for other teams and then he never went up to play for Real Madrid. Play what happened with Fetchenko? What happened? Did he tour anything when he went from AC Milan to Chelsea when he was the ba- the Pallone d'Oro? What happened? So he, he, he didn't do that bench. good at Chelsea. Oh no, he did not. Why? Why he didn't do it? Because Fetchenko doesn't have any talent. 
No, How come you're great. the best player of the world? You win the highest achieve, achieving uh, uh, trophy. You go in Chelsea with Mourinho and you fail. Let me give you one example now. How about Schneider, who is doing terrible at Real Madrid? He goes to Inter with Mourinho and he has a Ballon d'Or worthy season. This is BS. How that is it doesn't BS? count. What about Milito? <laughs> that doesn't, what about count? Milito? That doesn't what count. What about Milito, who was at Genoa and then did unbelievable and was probably one of the best number nines? I'll give you even a recent example. What happened with Pogba? He destroyed mm-hmm. Pogba. The guy was about to leave, to leave in disgrace. For it's either, he said, it's either me staying here or Mourinho get out of Manchester uh, United. So Mourinho had to go. Andre, you got to look at both sides, though. You can't just look at one side and just Listen, go with you gotta s- No, you, you have to look at the pros and the cons. You're only looking at the cons. At the end of the day, he, he's won it all as a coach. This you guy, the way also. I see it, the way I see his attitude, it's a control freak. He wants ev- he wants to control everybody. He I think wants, that's a good thing for us. I don't think it's a good yeah. idea. I, I don't think it's a good idea. I think we need a general to come in and say, this Put is it. Put the foot down. Okay. Right. This is it. There's rules. There's an order. There's an organization. You're going to listen to me. Bottom line, if you don't like it, get out. Uh-huh. Man up. And I, I think that's what I want right now. And you can say that to the best player of Roma, and then Roma is going to be left with nobody. And you're going to be remaining with the general. Okay, commanding a bunch of losers over there. What are you going to do? Who are you going to uh, just give an order over there? Okay, that's what happened. I... I think what, like what you say with Shevchenko, but in the year they won the Champions League in 2004 with Porto, there was a player, Mick, Mick, I want to say McCarthy, he's from South Africa, bang average striker. He comes in that year on loan, and he scores the only time in his career more than 20 goals. So to say that Mourinho is a ruiner, I don't buy it, but I do think he's hot and cold with some players. Like you said, it's a little bit of in-between. Some players, they're going to adapt to him. They're going to want to be, be told and say, okay. But some some players will have to swallow their pride. They're going to be 27, 28 years old. They have played the way they've wanted to, and other managers have accustomed to them. And yeah, there presents an issue. Well, what if the player doesn't want to adjust to the manager? Sorry. that That's it right now. Sorry. because Because nobody... Not one single player, manager, or staff member, or even down to somebody like me. Nobody matters more than the club itself. No one is above that. You are not above the wolf. Not one single player. I'm going to throw you the last one at you, Wayne, just because I like you, because you have some body, body blood on you, okay? So let some me throw body you... blood. I'm going to throw eyes. you some Cassano's blood on you, okay? Let the me blue throw eyes. You, let, the blue eyes, too. <laughs> let me throw you the last thing on you, okay? In Real Madrid... You remember the, all, all of the, the big commotion with Casillas against Mourinho, uh-huh. with uh, Sergio Ramos against Mourinho, with nothing but the top player, uh, 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 everybody against Mourinho. What mm-hmm. happened? Because Mourinho got into the head of everybody. He took all the senators and he sat them all down. Okay? Because it's not about the, the team. It's about <clears throat> him. He said, I'm the boss. Whether you like it or not, you're going to do what you don't like to do. So when established player, world championship player that they won Champions League, that they won just about everything, they protest the way this guy here is running the team. There got to be something about it, okay? Because, you know, you can have some differences with the coach. At the end of the day, he's the coach. You shut the hell up and you do what exactly what he, what he did, what he's, t- he's asking you to do. But guess what happened? Mourinho leaves, the very same player wound up winning another three or four championships. How do you like that? How do you like that? So who's the problem? Who's the problem? Me or Mourinho? It's Mourinho. That's mm. actually a great transition. I think you're proving the point for why he's perfect for Roma, though. I don't know Roma, about that. Roma don't have Casillas. They don't have Sergio Ramos. I think that Mourinho needed to reinvent himself. Absolutely. 
Mourinho was not... He should not have... He cannot have gone to a top team again. A top... He cannot have gone to a Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, Manchester City. He was not for, for there. I think that, you know, in recent years, maybe in the past uh, two to six years, he's shown that I think that he has... He needs to take a step back. He needs to change from being at those top teams with only getting the best players. And I think Roma presents him an opportunity to reinvent himself and go back to the roots of what Mourinho was really good at. There's nothing to lose at Roma. And for me, to inject a winning attitude, and you can say whatever you want about Mourinho. You don't like him. You don't like specific moments that he's done. I understand. And you're right in certain circumstances. But for Roma, Roma, you cannot take away that he's he's a winner. He is a born winner that will fight for his team and die for his team. I think that this opportunity at Roma shows that he's ready to reinvent himself. He's taking a risk on Roma. He wants to win wherever he goes. And I love it. I think that also from Roma and from the Friedkins, it shows their ambitions right now. Number one, they worked in silence. Nobody knew what was going to happen with Mourinho, which is incredible. And number two, they're not just content with just getting a great coach, which Saudi would have been their alternative. And I like Saudi. I said Sadi would be a good option, which I still stand by. But when you get Mourinho, you take Mourinho. There's yep. only upside. For me, there's only upside in this. The salary, okay, I understand what you're saying, that he's paid a lot of money. And for those that don't know, he's going to get $7.5 million for three years at Roma. For the first year, though, since he was sacked by Tottenham, his salary at Tottenham was $16 million. Tottenham, for that first year, is going to pay him the difference. Between the seven and a half and the sixteen million, so he's gonna make sixteen million this year. But that's besides the point. That's besides. So, but don't mind my 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 low level of intelligence, okay? Don't mind that, okay? Having said that, with all due respect, like Peter said, what is the risk? I don't see it. Where is the risk? What kind of a risk is he taking? Where is the risk? He's still gonna be making sixteen million dollar between the seven and a half million dollar that uh, that uh, uh, Tottenham is gonna be playing and Roma is gonna cough up the rest of the money. Where is the risk? His reputation. Well, he could have. He could have. What, what, what reputation? What he could have done? Guy, yeah, you kidding me? But he could have waited. He could have. He could have waited to see what's gonna happen this summer with moves, with maybe the Euros, like what 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 coaches are gonna leave and have taken another job. But he said, "Hey, I like Roma's ambition." I'm going to accept them without just waiting it out and seeing what opportunities arise. You wanted my take? He shopped around. This is a nobody wants he, it. He was gone. Nobody he wants that guy. Nobody. <laughs> nobody wants that guy. Okay? I wouldn't take it on if we'll pay me. Nobody wants that guy. So he saw Roma. They, they throw a little, a bunch of crumbs on the plate. Of course he, he, he went in. What risk? There's no risk over there. The risk is on Roma, not on Mourinho. Wayne. Thoughts on? Uh, I, I think it's back to basics. He takes the risk in that if he doesn't do well, all right, who is really going to want to yeah. make that big interest to give you another $16 million contract? I don't think that offer comes around if you fail at Roma. Yeah. No, Not never. a chance. For sure. So for him, I think it's a personality choice where he's like, I've had my run around. I've done the, the merry-go-round where I've been to Tottenham, Manchester United. Let me get back to the basics. Let me go back to 2004. And I think that's what it's about for him. Getting back to what feeds his essence as a manager. What's his philosophy about? Can I take this group and build something up special again? He doesn't need more money. I don't think he's looking at it like, I'm going to make my first billion. You know, like, like, I just don't think that's it for him. I think he wants to actually build something. I think it's coming from a good place. Yeah, he's being paid. He definitely is. He's not, not going to get paid. But at the same time, it's a really good opportunity for him. And having, you know, with all due respect, Roma is also not a place 
that is going to spend crazy money on the transfer market. Just being yeah. realistic. And Mourinho has gone to places at a Manchester United, at a Real Madrid, at a Tottenham, where they are expected to spend a, a significant amount of money. So he's going into Roma knowing that. So I think that he's going to go back to his roots and try to build up some of the young talent, make a couple of key signings, you know, 20 million, 30 million, one or, one or two, and that's it. And really build on his philosophy. And, and I love, I really love the move. I'm happy. I'm excited. Now, to say this, to say that I love the move and I'm going for it, does not mean Roma's going to win the Scudetto. That doesn't mean that they're going to win the Scudetto next year or the year after that. What it means is I think that he can make Roma a very competitive team, fighting for the Champions League. And then, step by step, you could take that. But it's not that you sign Mourinho and you're guaranteed to win. The other teams are much better. I think that he just provides Roma with the greatest percentage of a chance to have the highest position on the table possible. Okay. Are you spending all that kind of money? As far as discovering talent, seven and a half million. Listen, as far as discovering like talent, who did he discover? It? Just can you make me a list of maybe only of three players that he actually he, he, he put he, he discovered from the youth well, and, he, and he plugged into the, the team? Just name me one or two, if you can. If you can name me one, none. Okay. I can't name it off the top of my head just because I'm not good because enough. Because there to is be able none. No, there are. They I'm don't sure exist. There are. If, they do not but exist. But I, I provided the example of Schneider, who was very poor. Around Schneider Madrid. was a good player before. Deco. But, but, uh, Deco. Deco. Oh, Deco. I don't even know who's this Deco, to be honest Deco. with you. Deco was really good that he, that he, he was somebody really he pushed. But, but, but then once he won in Porto, he moved to teams where he could buy the best of the best. And yeah, he won Madrid. Who wasn't going to win with that Madrid mm-hmm. side, right? But to think that he can't give a player that proper time and shape him into something, no. I think Roma's got four or five guys who would really benefit from that type of that type of strict management, somebody to come in and say, this is what you got to do. This is when it's, what it's going to take for you to be a champion. And that's what we're looking for. He didn't win the Champions League in Madrid, did he? I don't think so. No, he I won just La Liga so. because but, Ancelotti but that came. Ancelotti. Best, that was against the best Barcelona. Wait, easy. That Barcelona could not be Ancelotti comes in and then he wins right after him. Come on. But Real Madrid, him winning with Real Madrid was a success because that the, was a team that Barca just completely dominated. They had a way better squad than Madrid had and they had been winning for I don't know how long. I think he won like Copa del Rey yep. and then he won La Liga, which is which yep. was a great a great feat. It was. And he even said at Manchester United, Manchester United had so many problems. So for everybody coming in and saying that, oh, look what he did at Man United, look at Lukaku at United and now look at Lukaku in Serie A. The environment was poor at United. He said getting that United to win the Europa League and finish in second place was the greatest achievement of his career. Mm-hmm. So it obviously says how tough of a situation it was over there. And you could see the countless examples. My question to you, Wayne, is the debate between getting a Sarri and getting a Mourinho, who are two completely different styles. For you, forget about price, forget about whatever. As a coach, who would you have preferred? Would you have preferred Sarri or do you prefer Mourinho? I prefer Mourinho, definitely. If you look at Sarri, a play who was like, when the names were being thrown around, who can Roma actually get? And they're talking about Sarri and maybe uh, Allegri. I was like, definitely go for Sarri. I just like the way that he played. I like that he's high pressure. I like what he does with the regista to pull him back and creates like a five in the defense. And then as they progress up the pitch, I liked what he did there. I thought Villar could have been a really good player in that role or Pellegrini or Diawara. And so there was a couple different players who I saw fitting really well under Sarri. But Mourinho is a different breed, man. No disrespect to Sarri. I like him a lot, and I like his his personality and his kind of like, well, I don't care, old man Italian style. I like that a lot. Mourinho, though, 
Mm. What does he now, play? What does he play, Mourinho? That he has invented. Did, 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 did he, he's been everywhere. He he was four uh four three one two at Porto and they transitioned to a four three three uh two one or, or one two in attack and it was a two one in the defense when they collapsed and then he goes to the four three three and then at Tottenham you saw him using the four two three one. I think you'll see the four two three one mostly in Rome. I just have that feeling. Sarri or Mourinho? You obviously are not a fan of both of them, but if you were going to have to choose one, who would you have gone for? Sarri because he's less cocky than Mourinho because uh, you know Mourinho has the tendency to be uh, to be uh, like a uh, to make it, to make it about himself the way he, you know that's a good thing. He I think. shows off on uh, on, for on, us. The, on the bench side and uh, the way you know he will just uh, antagonize yeah, the yeah. fan. He will do just do this to the ref. Yeah. I, I don't like that. Shit. You need that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I like it. I love it. That's oh, yeah. that's the most exciting thing, thing I have. Anto is the same kind of person. He just doesn't admit it. Like it's kind of, it's the same Listen. exact way. You just don't. Uh... Listen. That's why you don't like him. You guys are like, yeah. they're, they're similar. Listen, to yeah. be honest with you, it's just I hate shows off, especially when you are a coach, just to draw attention to yourself. When you try to draw too much attention to yourself and you're not paying enough attention to what's going on in the field, that's that's bad. That's just out. I, I agree with me. you. I think it's what Roma needs, though. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You need it. someone to absorb that pressure. Be the punching bag. Do it. Take all your pressure and defend your players. You know what I always think about with Mourinho? There was a match, Chelsea versus Manchester United. Chelsea won 4-0, and Conte and Mourinho hate each other. They mm. they absolutely despise each other. Uh, Mike, do you have the quotes? Mike has the quotes. I'll, I'll read the quotes in a second. <laughs> um, but they were winning 4-0. Conte was winning 4-0, and he kept celebrating. Mourinho was pissed that Conte kept celebrating. He's like, you shouldn't celebrate at 4-0. You know, you're making it seem like you did something incredible. So what Mourinho did, he goes over to Conte and whispers in his ear. In the press conference afterwards, nobody talked about the match being 4-0. All they cared about was, what did you say to Conte? What did he say? That That's the conversation. He literally took all the pressure off his team from losing 4-0, made it about himself, made himself look like, you know, the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and to me, that's that's sort of the genius of Mourinho at times. Yeah. Genius. Let me read a couple of the quotes. We need a bad guy. Let me read a couple of the quotes between Conte and Mourinho. Conte, we want to avoid doing a Mourinho season with Chelsea. Mourinho's response... I'm not going to lose my hair over speaking about Antonio Conte. Obviously, Conte had a hair <laughs> transplant. So that's in regards to that. Mourinho in 2018, which is, uh, no, it wasn't it wasn't this. He said, what has never happened to me and what will never happen is to be suspended for match fixing. Conte's response, in the past, Mourinho was a little man. He is a little man in the present. And maybe he will be a little man in the future. Wow. Mourinho, See, that's again, a cheap shot. One, one that's a cheap one, shot. One last one. Mourinho uh, said, just because I don't act like a clown on the touchline doesn't mean I lost my passion. And Conte's response said, maybe he was speaking about himself in the past. I think sometimes there's amnesia where you forgot what you did in the past. These are two guys that you don't like. Yeah, listen, but, but a loser. Yeah, other. two losers. They don't make a winner. Okay? Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? You think Conte's a loser? They're both losers. All they do, they just Wayne, grab. Say it, Wayne, say what's on they're your mind. They're both losers. They're big words, losers. Eder and Jacarini. <laughs> what, what you did with those guys, what Conte did, exactly. I'll always respect that. Exactly. As much as like he's like, too. he's like, I had to make a really big decision to come to Inter Milan. Oh, those twelve million euros really burned a hole in your pocket. <laughs> like, come on, brother. <laughs> come on. So Wait. Know. So who do? You, so Conte versus Mourinho. You heard all the quotes. Whose side are you on? You know what? I think. Uh, 
they, none. I cannot really take one. Right. No, I cannot really take any one of them because they're just very bad, very denigrating about soccer. They just they do not bring soccer on top. They just they just put their personality. <laughs> they put their personality in front of the but game. We watch they make that. It fun. We they make watch it fun. for that. They they make it so exciting. Yeah. I will bet my life that nobody is going to miss Conte versus uh, Inter versus Roma press conference. The oh. press conference will be more viewed than, than the game will be viewed. Oh, why yeah. Why doesn't oh, it, that, yeah. they don't talk about their, their playing style, what, how do they like their team playing and all that stuff? I, I'm contact with saying to Mourinho, I don't like your shit playing over there. You put five defenders and then and then you go up and down once in a while, you get lucky with this, this and that. So they go about personality, your hairstyle, or, or, or they go about, uh, oh, you went down and, uh, you know, I'm not going to, you're betting on the game and all that kind of crap. About? No, I'm, I'm not saying. what I'm talking about. It. You don't know. Just because so, there's a snippet of the press conference, it doesn't mean it doesn't talk they, about they other do, stuff. They, they, they talk did, about everything. They did insult. Lots of fun the thing is, they stuff. can't both insult each other because they're both defensive-minded coaches. Mm. So Conte can't tell Mourinho, "Oh, you're defensive," and Mourinho can't tell Conte, "You're defensive," because yeah. they both are. Uh, this is the main reasons why I can say that two say. winners they don't make up for a two two losers they don't make up for a winner. The two bunch, the two really bad bad guys, bad guys for soccer. So Anto, I was on uh, I was on Barstool's podcast with troops uh, mm-hmm. just the other day. And when I was saying these quotes, I brought you up mm-hmm. uh, that because obviously I know you don't like them. They want they want to have you on one day. We're gonna have troops come, mm-hmm. and he wa- he wants to meet you. He says he thinks that you're like a young, uh, an older him because he's oh, yeah. crazy about Arsenal. <laughs> when uh, when Arsenal lost out of Europa League, he kicked a bucket of uh, water right in front of everybody, and and it, it like went all over. So I think we're gonna have a troops Antonio That'll on the fun. podcast. Uh, I had a question actually, uh, Wayne. Are you down by the way? Yeah, you good for it? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> My question is uh, for next season, even though it's early, the Mercato didn't start yet and stuff. Um, what is a success for Mourinho next season? What's a failure for Mourinho next season? With all the competition, you know, Atalanta's getting better, Napoli's getting better, Juve's going to get better, Inter's going to get better, Milan's going to get better. There's gonna th- Next season, I think, is going to be the most competitive it's been in a long, long time. And what do Napoli have to do? To be seen as a no, success, it's my bad. Roma have to do to be seen as a success next season. Definitely the most competitive Serie A is going to be next year since before Calciopoli. Maybe since the 90s, it's going to be the most competitive year we've ever seen. So I think a success is Champions League or a trophy of some some sorts. If it's uh, uh, Coppa Italia. Italia or if well, we the Trofeo Berlusconi is good enough. The Trophy Berlusconi. You beat me to it. <laughs> no comment. And so for him to implement his style for the players to buy into that that's a small success but let's let's be real it's going to be getting back into the champions league for me why don't we talk about some of the signings that they're talking about right now <laughs> i don't know how you think you already said you think you'll see a 4-2-3-1 uh the names being linked already and obviously this is the the media playing you know it's game it obviously does they're talking about isco they're talking about De Gea. they're talking about renato sanchez they're talking about belotti who are some of these names that you think are realistic and who are some of the names that you would like to see at Roma? I, one, I think the media has no idea. Journalists, if we look back to Pinto, they had no, I, no idea. Kambula arrived the day of, and people were like, oh, I think Kambula's joining Roma. Yeah, he's already at the airport, buddy. Like, no one, no one had any idea. And then Mourinho, the third. So the Friedkins working, like, undercover. I love it because the media that surrounds Rome is it, just too much. It's like, take your foot off the gas. And on top of that... Anybody with a computer just making like transfer links to get advertising revenue. I don't like that game. So I think you can make one or two smart, pragmatic purchases. One, last year, supposedly, 
Roma bid for Vlahovic, and it was around like 35 million euros, they said. That didn't work out, but I was so glad that they put in for him because I think he's he's the next guy. He's the it guy, and he reminds me a lot of Vucinic, who was not only Juventus, but Roma legend. And, you know, we're a little bit bitter still about him leaving. But he started Juve. in Lecce. He did, with uh, Bohinov. Mm-hmm. And then there was uh, Cuadrado and he Muriel. He knows his history. Yeah, he knows his, there's a few that know his Serie A history yeah. more than Wayne. Wayne's very that, good. that team was good. And I like, uh, I don't say I like Lecce because you're from Bari. But, mm. but uh, you know, I respected that team at the time a lot. And when Vucinic came over, I was like, ah, he's, he's, he's legit. And that's what kind of Vlahovic reminds me of, if not a bit more striker, more number nine than Vucinic, who played anywhere. Uh, there's a player like him. If you can get, if anyone's listening out there, mm-hmm. Rodrigo De Paul. Ooh. <laughs> he's a hot commodity Ooh. right hot now. Goal this year, this season maybe today. out of our league, but I don't know. He's this tough. is not my money, and I, I truly don't know what the mar- mar- mercato is going to look like. Maybe you, you, you know, you consolidate the team and you save a lot on salaries, and when you amortize it, it's not that much more money per year that Roma is actually spending. Maybe you can pull it off. I think a signing like Nandez is probably a bit more realistic. Oh, he's a piece. someone I really like. He's very good. It reminds me. He reminds me very much of a Mourinho player in that he's tough. Rugged has endurance and he's he's really good with the ball at his feet. So seeing him come in as an intermedio alongside alongside a Veretu, I think would be a really good copia. And behind them, I think we already have the guy who could be really special, Darbo, nineteen years old, and he's looking really special. When we saw him play against Manchester United in the second leg, he looked like. Like he was born there on the pitch, just always wanted it, pushing the ball up, dropping back in between the center defenders, and then getting up and moving. I was like, "Who is this guy? Nineteen years old." And the he Polish has, kid? No, no. Um, he he has a crazy story. He was a refugee, and somehow or another, he was scouted by Roma, got into the academy, and now he's starting. So I think his mentality, without knowing him personally, is probably like calcio. It's just a game. There's no pressure here. Mm-hmm. Like pressure. That was me. Know surviving, and I think that probably helps him a lot when he's wow. just like this. What, what so input do you think? Uh, what input do you think that Totti has on the team? Because Totti's been a scouting, uh, scouting uh, uh, for a bunch of uh, talent. Yes, that's not involved. It's team. not involved at all. I no, think. No. I think Mourinho. I I heard news that Mourinho might want to have a big gun right next to him while he's coaching. And Totti was one of the names that was uh, was thrown on the. Uh, on the I'd on like to see De Rossi. Instead of Totti, why? Because De Rossi is going for his coaching licenses, so I don't think Totti has coaching. <laughs> You're gonna start with him when uh, he hates the, his the license. He I doesn't hate, believe in coaching I, license. I hate or whatever thing. it is, he's showing ambition that he wants to coach, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's uh, too long of a time before he's coaching in A or a Serie B. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I agree. Uh, in terms of realistic signing, right? That that you see, what positions? I'm gonna. I'll let you. Let's say we're gonna get three signings, right? Are you going for a goalkeeper? Are you going for a midfielder? Are you going for an attacker? Remember that we have Zaniolo who's going to be coming back. Who uh, I, I like like Galliani. He's a new signing. A new signing is coming back. Who? Where, what are the three positions that you will look at that Roma need to use and, and sign under Mourinho? Keeper, intermedio, somebody in the uh, right or left side of a trident in the midfield, and then a striker, a number nine. So hmm. you, 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 you give up on Zeko. You give up on Zeko already. Hey, no, he's in the twilight of his career. It's one more year, you're saying? Definitely one year? He just said no. In rotation, maybe. I don't think. Okay. I mean, oh my goodness Off the bench, I I'll think take, I'll take, Give it to me. He might go to Inter. Mkhitaryan is probably going to be... Got, he doesn't have a good relationship yeah. with Mourinho. 
<laughs> I know his contracts. You see, he's he got a go. year yeah, or two. Yeah, doesn't have a relationship. <laughs> but it, like, if if Mkhitaryan was to leave, maybe you could get Pogba from Manchester United. Him yeah. and the Mourinho, they really click with each other. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. I don't think that's that's gonna work in uh, Rome. I don't think I would want Pogba mm-hmm. anyway with uh, what surrounds him right now. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> Try to make yourself feel better for a second. You're like, no, no. I don't want Holland or Mbappe either. Come on, please. Let's go. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, do the names, Is- does the name Belotti, Isco, De Gea, Renato Sanchez do anything for you or completely unrealistic or would you want any of them? Belotti would be cool. I think he does a good job when he plays for the Azzurri with his link-up play and he just has that something about him where I think he would be a good team player, somebody who helps others around him and is not like an Icardi, let's say, who's a more of a poacher and who hangs around. I, I don't like that player type. I want you to work your be socks involved. off. Yeah, yeah, be involved. I know, I know. Be there. Be sit there and do nothing. The no, like lazy Icardi, right? Nobody oh, wants to play with that. Just sit there and does nothing. I think so, I like Icardi. So I, I like Bilotti. Uh, I could, I, I liked Skamaka, but he hasn't done enough for me. In the back stretch of the season, yeah. How the hell are you gonna like Skamaka if they never, you know? uh, Yeah, no, he's not good enough. I I don't think at this point in time, like, yeah, I will, I will, I will take my chances with Skamaka. You would, would? you would. You just Where do you come? You just, you just. Skamaka has been playing with a bunch of losers, and I think Skamaka surrounded by three or three or four, three or four very good players. Skamaka can. uh, can, uh, I saw the way he touched the ball and uh, yeah. and, and the way he reads the game. Yeah. He's scared here. He's got it. He shows it. I can tell fun. you right now, somebody not taking a, taking not taking a very uh, you know strong bet on Skamaka. I think mm-hmm. it's a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. I think I will take a Skamaka when I see Milan. I, I, I'll take 30, 40 million dollars for Skamaka. What the? F- yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give Romagnoli. I'll give Romagnoli and an extra player for Skamaka. <laughs> you can tell he doesn't work but. in football. 30, 40 million for a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's Skamaka. not proven yet. Look at me. What you're not realizing right now, Mourinho going to Roma is the best thing for AC Milan. Why? Because we don't, we don't, we don't have it. Thank God. Because Thank now, God. you sign Maurizio Sarri. No, we're not gonna do Pioli. that. We're not gonna do that. Why not? Anto, no. Anto. What day is today? May eighth, May 9th? Milan will get Mauricio Please, Sarri. that guy is a waste. That'd be good. What That'd is he going to do on AC Milan? He's better He'll than Pioli. What is he going to say? How so? He's still second place he's, right he's now. Top, he's top four managers in Italy: yeah. Spalletti, Allegri, uh, Conte, and Sarri. Listen, why does AC Milan needs to start from Sarri when we are already are up there? Pioli is not my favorite, but my favorite coach. He got some luck, you know, and then he wound up over there. We have a lot. We had he, a lot of problems. He got luck with getting that job. Well, that, that was well, luck, he like. got the luck because we sucked that other loser over there that we put so much money on, yeah. and then uh, you know, then they went. He went to Torino, and then he failed in Torino, of course. So what of I'm course. trying to tell you, <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you, I'm not going to change what's working right now. So I would rather to keep Pioli, not that I, because I'm high on him. I like his style. His style when he put it four two three one on the field, and it's uh, not bad. It's not a bad guy. It's not you know. You need a couple of players uh, to be plugged in in the right spot, and then uh, you know. Uh, this Sar is not gonna do more than what Pioli is doing right now. Yeah, so why why you, why are you gonna why? what is he <laughs> gonna do? He's like a mini Sar. Oh, he's gonna chew. A, he's gonna chew a cigarette butt uh, uh, all game. What is he gonna do? I think do? I think Sadi can can bring. And of course, I'm not saying that them two. I'm not comparing levels. All right, I'm not saying that they're the same. But he's gonna bring that little Saki esque type football back to AC Milan, which I think is is born into the DNA of the club. Pioli is not taking you to whether Pioli gets Champions League or doesn't get Champions League. 
Pioli will never take you to that next level. That's my opinion. Mm. I've never liked Pioli. I think Pioli's good for a certain type of team. He's not good for an AC Milan. He's not good for the ambition that AC Milan needs to have. And I think that Sarri has proven that he can become a challenger, that he can build a team up, and he plays a similar style of football that I think AC Milan fans and the club itself just embody. Let me tell you something, okay? Before I sign Sarri, I will go for Italiano, or I will go for De Zerbi, or I'll go for uh, for somebody else. Juric. Sarri, Juric. Mm. But Those I will big risks. Sarri, big it's risks. not... Sarri has Sarri's never... Proven, Sarri's more proven. proven. Yeah, than Sarri, he needs the right player to be to be playing that kind of a high-tempo style. Yeah. The high-tempo style. Your buddy Gasperini needs the Do same you thing. think that Ibrahimovic is going to buy into the Saris game? He's Ibrahimovic not going to do that. Ibrahimovic is the future for Milan. Listen, no. Ibrahimovic is still... Ibra's we got one more year. Okay, we got one more year. So what we need... Sa- Benacer? Under Saudi, he would be... Yeah, Benacer would be good. You have so a great what, midfield. What is he doing right now that you don't like uh, under Pioli, Benacer? He's been doing no, this one of the best midfielders right now. I mean... He got injury, got a, yeah. you know, but uh, he didn't do poorly. Him oh, and Cassier, the two, the two uh, best defensive midfielder uh, when uh, when they are on uh, they yeah. play together. But he's saying yeah. a Sari type midfielder is what he was saying. Uh, yeah, like you have one key of the element in the Jorginho role. For sure. He would kill it. Already more than Juve players that he has. That's more of his disposal than so he had at Juve. Let's preview yeah. the game for tomorrow so before we end. Purely, purely is making what? Purely is making what? Two million dollars, nah, couple million dollars? So not even. So it's yeah. cheaper to keep her. There is a song, actually. Why don't you Google up? It's called Cheaper to Keep Her. Yeah. How does it go? Cheaper to keep Cheaper to keep Just give us a little bit. But it's not to keep her, not to keep him. Keeper. To keep her. To keep her. Oh, her. Her. Okay. I got you. Her? Oh, no. Her. All right. Lay? Yeah. <laughs> Lay. So those are, those are for some of the guys, some of the, the, the guys that don't want to get rid of their girlfriend or their wife, and they said, hey, listen, don't get rid of it. It's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> it's like Mourinho. Oh, well, so that's what I'm trying to tell you. Pioli no, would be uh, cheaper to keep We're going to finish in a few minutes. Just mute it. Just mute it. <laughs> that's ironic. Sorry, I'm on the podcast. <laughs> we, we created something on his phone that says "Sorry, I'm on the podcast." Like a quick <laughs> response. A quick. Yo, response. let's pre- nice. five minutes and we and we and we end. Uh, there's gonna be Milan against Juventus uh, tomorrow. Two forty-five. We'll be live for the match. You're coming for the match, right? Two forty-five. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll, so. <laughs> we'll be live uh, watching a live watch along. Uh, this really everything is on the line for the Champions League right now. Woo. On one side, if we listen to Gazetta, ninety million. Plus, Cristiano Ronaldo is on the line for Juventus if they lose out on Champions League. While on the other, 60 million and Gigio Donnarumma for AC Milan. Boys, what are our predictions for tomorrow's match? Everyone for Juventus is back. By the way, Chiesa is back. I found out. I saw that everyone's back. Dybala is probably not going to start. It's probably going to be Morata. Come on, let's go, Anto. I, I, I don't think I, I, I'm going to see a, a very, very careful game played by both teams. I will say that nobody's going to want to lose. I'll be happy with it if we tie the game, uh, but I'll be happy if we win the game too. But I, I'll go for a tie. One one. One one or zero zero. I think I think this a Juve have more to prove on this one. I feel like Juve are going to come out and get the win. I think they're going to win this game, and Milan's going to drop. Yeah, I think Federico Chiesa is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna. He's a killer in the making. Antonio's favorite player. He, he, I think. I think it's Juventus is to win. Yo, they take Kiesa scores against against Milan again, right? He scored the last time. Dybala gave the assist to Kiesa, right? I yeah, in the so. last match, I right? I think so. so. Uh, 
My God, you imagine Kiesa knocks you out of Champions League. Yo, imagine that's Kiesa. Just, he he hates Kiesa. <laughs> Why? Because he he complains, he flops around. Hey, disrespectful guy. Very nah. very nasty, Anto. nasty kid. I mean, uh, I, he's, he's just not my kind mm. of cake. Anto, if he see. lifts his shirt and he scores, like, do you like me now, Anto? And that's what I I, I, have, I agree with Anto to to a point where. Chiesa probably didn't do a lot of these things at Fiorentina. He did a little bit, but once you saw, like, with Dybala and, and uh, Zamperini called him out on it, he's like, at Palermo, you never acted like this. And Dybala gets to Juventus, and all of a sudden, he's, like, expecting every call, looking at the ref, theatrical. talking too much. Yeah, yeah theatrical. Yeah, so like I, that I wish Chiesa wasn't like that. Yeah. At the same time, Juventus is helping him get to a level that we didn't think. Like, he was... He, was, he transformed. Yeah, he couldn't yeah, shoot to save his life for sure. in the last season at Fiorentina. He goes to Juve... And I thought the player was going to be Kulusevski, but it's Kiesa in that yeah. role. Very surprised. We were wrong about that, too. Uh, I'm going to say that, I, I mean, I think all likelihood, it should be a tie between the two. I think the cards are playing out for it to be a tie, but I'm going to say a Juventus win. I think that Juve have a lot to prove. Their backs are against the wall. They need, I mean, the, the idea that they're fighting for Champions League is wild, and the idea of not even making Champions League is even crazier and out of the question for the team and for the fans. So I think that that will push them forward. I think that they have to beat AC Milan. Uh, Milan are obviously going to play for their life. I still go with my last prediction, though, that the Campionato will have both AC Milan and Juventus qualifying for Champions League as well as Atalanta. But I do think Juventus takes the cake uh, tomorrow, and hopefully they do. Who's your top four prediction? And then we end. Because we've already given our top yeah. four. And not who you started with, because we were all of our predictions yeah. when we started were wrong. We jumped around. But who do you have finishing the season in the in the top four positions? Where is, um, where is Napoli right now? Napoli's in scale. second place right now, uh, with a point above them, I uh, believe. And a game in hand. Yeah, game, game in hand. They're seventy above po- and a game ahead of Atalanta. Atalanta, Juve, and Milan, I believe, all have sixty-nine. They all have sixty-nine. Points. Napoli have seventy, but they played an extra game. They played an extra. Yeah. So I think it's going to end. Inter, obviously, and then Atalanta, Napoli, Juventus. So AC Milan thrown to the dust, not in Champions League. To the dust. Anto. Campioni di Verno, and now no Champions League. Yeah. Anto. That's, that's depth, baby. Anto. Wait, I'm, I'm starting not to like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the body blood is broken. <laughs> A lot of people have Milan going out, though. They have the toughest schedule, though, at the end of the day. So it's not like you can't really blame them too much if you say uh, Milan's going to go out. They have to to play uh, Juventus. They got to play Atalanta. uh, uh, Milan's going to be decent next year, too. They're going to add some players. They have good money behind them. But Pioli's not the guy to get them into fourth. Agreed. Guys, thank you so much for this podcast. Wayne, you're the man. I appreciate you coming out. I want everyone to go follow you on Twitter. Your ad is Wayne in Rome. Right? Wayne in Rome. Which is like oh, yeah? Wayne in Rome. Wayne in, in Rome. Rome. You get it? That's the Twitter like account? Yeah. Wayne in Rome. Wayne in Rome. You get the, you know how they you know, like say when in Rome? When in Rome? Oh, when Wayne oh, in Rome. Wayne, Wayne in Rome. Unbelievable. Yeah, the first time that you, I read that, I was like, yo, this guy's a genius. <laughs> I Shout read it first. I was like, Wayne in Rome. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, Wayne me too. <laughs> how hard <laughs> was it cool. to get that ad? Shout out to uh, Gianluca Pugliese, my friend from, uh, he's a Roma fan, and he goes to Roma Club New York, and he's he thought of that really yeah yeah i was like i gotta change this because it was like something roma i don't know i had a, like a little blog and then it just became i was like you know what i'm gonna brand myself like why hide like i love this i want this to be my life rather you know if i'm if it's a career or just for fun whatever it is like this is who i am so it's 
I love Wayne. He's a great follow on on Twitter. Not only if you're a, if you're a Roman fan, absolutely, but even if you're a general uh, fan, yeah. to get a perspective from yours, you usually see things with a calm head. You don't just act emotionally or say something just because you want one narrative. You usually see the full picture, which is a, a tough thing to to get on social media these days. I, I appreciate we're, that. We're usually often quick to just jump on the story no, or to no. just jump on some bandwagon. And Wayne is usually somebody who takes a full 100%. perspective before he says and something. And a lot of the comments, too, uh, that they like you, too. A lot of people oh. are saying, this Wayne guy, uh, you would have said, this guy Wayne knows ball. Bring him more often. <laughs> Let's do it. Lucas said, Wayne's a legend better than Ryan by miles. <laughs> That's not saying too much. That's not saying too much. I'm not a hater. I, I, I respect good you football. You say things as they are. Yeah, like I've, I've played ball since I can remember, before I can remember. Like This is my life love this game more than anything it has helped me out so much in making who i am and meeting awesome great people pure guys like you along the way it's just just makes it whole one last question uh two Thank last you. questions antonio one who would you prefer wayne or ryan on the next podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Uh, oh, definitely Wayne. <laughs> it took you that long yeah, to say that? Was a very like, oh, boy. Ryan, definitely. Ryan, Ryan is like a mosquito. He gets on your ear. <laughs> <laughs> he's annoying. He's there to piss you off. Not really because he's interested on the game. I said, I'm going to piss him off. I'm and Ryan doesn't off. have blood from body. Yeah. Right. I like I like Anto more than he likes me because he rides a Vespa, he lives out in Brooklyn, he does his thing. I like he it. He goes to Villabate every he goes to at least Villabate. twice a day. Oh, see, no, no, no. that's where you're living my life. Oh, yeah. My my Actually, grandmother used to I work there. Over here. Oh, what? Your grandma worked there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I went with Frank the Tank. I went to uh, to Villabate just to before this. Show. Yeah. Cassia, well, before what did you get? Before I went, I went back home because I was still with the stinky sucker uh, yeah. stuff on clothes cool. on. So uh, Frank the Tank and I, we decided to go to Villa Bate for a shot of espresso. So nice. we, we got a coffee. Well, and, Casatina. Uh, no, well, Frank got something called Iris or something <laughs> like that. And I got a, a croissant. I like it. Um, the cream croissant. And then I go Frank, cannoli. Just Fra regular. Frank the Tank. <laughs> Frank the Tank. <laughs> he, he, he got four cannolis and he's Holy one of the nicest guys that you wanted to know. What do you do with those four cannolis? And he gave it to me. He said, bring it home for uh, for. Oh. Uh, and you don't bring us. There's day. four of us <laughs> <over here. laughs> oh. If I knew that Wayne was over here, I would have brought it. But for both of you, screw you guys. Last question. Oh. Wayne, if you could choose Lazio get relegated or Roma nice. qualify for Champions League, what do you choose? Roma Champions League. Oh, I, I, I don't care oh, enough man. about Lazio to be like, Oh, I hope them. You know, like they they have Ryan to do does. best. I don't care. I have no opinion on them. That's how much I don't think about them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't you know, looked over once. That's at even the show. crazier the way you said it. That's even <laughs> just Roma. That's that's my only aim. That's oh. just too good. Ryan on our show uh, would prefer Liverpool to get relegated than Manchester United to win the league. Nah, I mean, no. <laughs> who cares? Like, worry about yourself. Stay in your lane. Oh, I like that, uh, guys. Uh, Wayne, thank you again for joining. I'm sure he's gonna come. Hopefully, he comes on soon. Everyone loved him in the comments. I'm sorry we couldn't read more often. We're gonna finish this Lazio Fiorentina game, and I think Dian we're all Vlahovic. dying to see how Mourinho does next season. Yeah, guys. So next Vlahovic. time, yeah, we, uh, we'll see <laughs> with, with Vlahovic.